Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand out of the pan with Sally for first broadcasting on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Out of the pan a show knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, covering all things pansexual. We'll be doing that a bit of that today. Um, and of course three CR proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respects to elders. Past, presenting, present and emerging, including our Rainbow Elders, who in turn include sister girls and brother boys, and acknowledge their special contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around the lands. Thanks for your company. And if you want to get in touch with the show, there's lots of ways to do it by all the means of technology and communication. You can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can text 61456 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for me on Facebook um, on um, my page, Sally Goldner. We'll get the other entry up and running in a minute. Um, on the show today, well, we'll be going all body um, and talking to Louis Luckhurst and um, Charlie Snow about um, things to do with the body um, in the next couple of segments. Um, But opened up today, we'll a track from the fabulous Paul Kelly album and a rock out on the sea. The album, of course, um, being Life is Fine. Well, a bit of a mixed feelings, I suppose, in what I'm about to talk about in the first segment on that. Um, And, well, a rock out on the sea. Well, you've sort of got to be that at the moment. Because I suppose haven't had a chance for the last two weeks with our great guest, Melum and um, Wombat. But I suppose we have to talk about, if we're talking bodies the M word. No, I'm talking marriage, the body of the queer community or something anyway like that. And I suppose you've got to be a bit of a rock out on the set at the moment. It is totally acknowledging it's um, incredibly stressful time for many people during this um, postal survey, or as I call it, in an, on, perhaps in honour of the environmental shows that um, surround Out of the Pan on a Sunday, um, Earth Matters, Out of the Blue and Freedom of Species, a postal tree-wasting exercise that it is. Um, tough times. And, you know, I haven't, I've thought about this a lot, um, of course, since the postal vote first came into play. And then, of course, um, Thursday week ago, the High Court um, upheld the right for it to go ahead. And, you know, yes, let's acknowledge the frustrations first. We'll get them out of the way. I understand people are frustrated that we have to have a postal vote for every obvious reason. And even if there's a solid enough yes vote and a solid enough percentage of people voting, will there, you know, will there then be excuses from the government? Well, it wasn't big enough. They haven't given us a target, for example. So a lot of people do feel very frustrated by that. And of course, we all know in our communities, plural, 
there's a gaggle of things to be done. Um, we're coming up for Celebrate By Day next um, Saturday. I'll talk about some of the events coming up on that um, in the last segment of the show today. Um, but um, we all know of the trans issues, documents and health care and medical costs and the issues um, faced by many of people experiencing intersex, such as unwanted surgeries and getting the right um, medication regimes and all that sort of thing, and so many, many others. Many people feel frustrated that those are sort of on hold. I get that too. And we'll, um, you know, we've got to do something about that. It's not an easy situation that we're in. We're well aware of the calls to... um, you know, many of the services, the like Q Life, including Switchboard here in Victoria, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, and you know it does seem like it's very tough going, and many people very stressed by what they see. So, what can we do on every level? First of all, you you, you know, as the saying goes, I'm the best person to do self care. That applies to all seven billion billion of us on the planet. Whatever you need to do. Um, take time out from social media if reading the news is too depressing. Don't watch TV news bulletins. Find something nice to do. Whatever works for you, sit in nature, take deep breaths, hit cushions, go and work out at the gym or go for a walk or whatever it is. Seriously, seriously, seriously do it. Um, Talking about rocks, um, I got to see, thanks to the fabulous Nick, hand-raised points. Um, I got a freebie to go to World Wrestling Entertainment on Thursday and saw The Rock's cousin, Roman Raymond Rones. No, Roman Reigns. Um, That's a net wrestling in-joke for you. And that was a great bit of time out. It's an interesting thing, actually, just to digress for a second, that I feel more comfortable as myself at a wrestling event than I would, say, at an Aussie Rules men's match or a one of the sort sort of more major cricket matches. I... Stopped going to those sort of events a long time ago because of having to listen to, well, racism, homophobia, sexism, etc. But also just generally stupid comments. Um, And so, yeah, wrestling fans are geeks. The range of t-shirts, a few costumes, a bit down on previous years, but a very good Iron Sheik impersonation from someone. And five seats along from me in one row um, were the fashion police, Bri Zango. Um, And I've got to say my... Friend Nick sat in um, seat 316, and that's the bottom line. Seriously, whatever um, gives you a break from all of this, you've got to do it. Um, So look after yourself is the first thing. There's lots of tips going around social media from organisations like Acon and Carers Vic and many, many others on how to take care of this. Um, So please do that. First first things first, yes, we... Um, I've got some things to say about if you're then in a strong position, strong, you know, we'll say a safe foundation, so to speak, what can you do? I've been thinking about this a lot, as I say, since about, when was it, the 6th of August or whatever it was, when the Liberal Party room happened. There's been a range of thoughts going through my mind. And there's been something else going through my mind ever since a certain person who well, Mr. Potus was elect, or became president-elect last November. I'm someone of Jewish background. Three of my four grandparents, both of Dad's parents, and my mum's dad, and of course, and mum's and my pater- maternal grandfather's three siblings, great aunts and uncles. No, piblings to my great piblings to my knowledge. There, as far as I was aware, they were all binary gender. They were all, albeit separately, in Poland in the 1930s. 
they saw what was happening in Germany next door. And I don't know how you say it in Polish, any multilingual speakers, please get in touch with me by the various means of the program. But they said, oh gosh, we've got to get the heck out of here. You may use stronger language at home, I probably can't use it on air. That would have been a very difficult decision to make. They obviously love their, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, their homeland. No one likes to really leave it, I suppose, maybe, you know, that, um, you know, if there's all that sort of thing going on um, and um, all the rest of it, you know, how do we deal with that? Um, You know, but they had to do what they needed to do to survive. Right now, we are in a battle for our survival. I wish I didn't have to say that. But what is being thrown at us as a rainbow community and our families and our allies is, frankly, it's not obviously physical genocide, but it's almost an attempt at genocide by stealth. It's an attempt to wipe out our communities. Dare I quote another wrestling reference, Bobby Heenan from the WCW days, we are at war. Well, we are, and we didn't want to be at war. And I know many people in our communities feel frustrated at how long marriage has taken and that there's, you know, to be fair, some many trans and gender diverse people who feel it's unfair that we're the brunt of a battle that maybe isn't our particular one, but we're being thrown into it. I don't believe standing together means we have to agree on every dot and comma 100%. But the interesting thing is, the thing that I'm heartened by are the number of news articles I've seen at the moment saying, don't throw trans people under the bus. Thank you to The Guardian and Crikey, to Alison Gallagher, um, to, on Friday in Crikey, Amy Coops and former Star Observer writer Ben Riley for saying, don't push trans people under the bus. So for allies out there, yes, we need people to check in and go, are you okay, as was the case during the week. And we need to be doing that every day. And I think we're going to face something. Some people have already said that the level of trauma the rainbow community and families are facing is the equivalent of a natural disaster, and it's going to be PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, for some time afterwards. So we're going to have to look after each other for some time, regardless of the postal vote and when marriage gets through, and it will get through. And then we'll have to talk about other things afterwards. But what you can do publicly is go is really what we need to do with all the time. And the interesting thing is all those writers and others who I've forgotten are doing that. They're saying value our trans and gender diverse siblings. Um, Asia Kate Dillon got a Human Rights Watch Award in America this week and acknowledged her own privilege as a binary cis woman who can wear suits, but acknowledged non-binary people, people of colour, um, that trans femmes um, face more violence and then you put all the intersections together. We need that sort of empathy and support and connection and, um, you know, sort of um, at the moment in our communities. And we all do. We're all copying it. And that's incredibly frustrating. But we are in a fight for our survival. And I think about my grandparents. They had to do what they had to do. Well, right now we're going to have to do what we have to do. And I suppose for me, that's why I'm saying it's a reluctant yes. It's not a 100% enthusiastic, rah-rah, rabble-rousing, whatever, yes. Yes, it's a 90% yes, because of the frustrations that I outlined, the unfairness and stupidity of a wasted survey. But if we don't, I don't want to think what's going to happen. We can't think about it. We are in a fight for our lives, 
And the interesting thing is our community does fight for its lives really well, and we will get there, probably with pain and struggle, no question, but we will get there, and then we will move on, despite the fear-mongering that says about what's going to happen. And it's interesting to see a good article in the Sunday Age this morning about Ireland two years on, and the world hasn't come to an end, and there has been some improvement for rainbow people in terms of people can walk down the street holding hands a bit more, which is fantastic. So a lot of the fear-mongering and stupidity put out by our opponents saying there's no LGBTI discrimination anymore, which we all, of course, know is malarkey. You fill in your own word for malarkey in any language, Polish or otherwise, and we'll see what happens. I didn't, as I say, I've been reluctant to to make a statement. I deliberately waited until the High Court handed down its decision, and I'm only one voice. I hope it's a voice that says, let's stick together, let's work this through. Um, and yet keep finding positives. Um, it's not, it is a coincidence, in my opinion, that I've decided to start on the personal stories thing. We need those now when I, you know, the response to Mellon's story last week was sensational. That quote of theirs will go down for a long time. So stick together, peeps. Um, we'll, we'll do it. 3CR is there. There is lots of support for a yes from so many parts of society, unlikely parts. A quick story, um, low-level trigger, a person I know who identifies as a lesbian got some verbal abuse, I won't repeat it, while filling up at a service station. Pretty tough cookie anyway. Two tradies driving by said to the person doing the abuse, take a hike or words to that effect. Again, I think that would have been in English. It was in Melbourne a few weeks ago. Um, Or most likely it would have been in English and it was from all reports. And then even though my friend is pretty pretty tough cookie. They just walked with her into the servo while she paid for her fuel. It's going to be the little things like that that keep us in there. They might seem little, but they're damn big to us. So we can do this together. It's not going to be easy. You know, we're on bumpy seas, but we can be, as, as per the words of the first track, a rock out on the sea, and um, then we'll find our way to shore. All right, let's get on to the body stuff. Um got a couple of tracks um so um you know we're going to talk body with um very in the very next segment and well dragon from their well sort of a comeback album in the early 80s after a break um the title track um the body and the beat 3cr 855 am digital 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with sally 3CR is actively advocating for equality in the lead-up to the National Postal Survey on same-sex marriage. As such, we will not give airtime to the No campaign on the basis that it is prejudiced, homophobic and harmful to LGBTIQ people and our families. Our community may hold different views on marriage as an institution, yet we agree this postal survey is a political stunt designed to appease prejudiced and homophobic views. 3CR will continue to advocate for equality in all areas. At this particular time in our political climate, we need to ensure that our members, friends and colleagues know that 3CR is a safe space for all our community.
news chopper I can see Luna Park and the beach There are painters exhibiting Musicians playing Dancers dancing Photographers Performing artists And every kind of art you can imagine Get your family and friends together And come and experience Being surrounded by art So check the maps And all the venues in action At www.stkildaartcrawl.com And do not miss this guys Check it out on www.stkildaartcrawl.com It's all happening on September 21, 22, 23 and 24 a 3CR supporter. Indeed, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. And, well, we just heard in the um, 3CR statement on same-sex marriage, we are family, how highly telepathic um, Melina's um, emailed in and said, if there's a genuine Rambo family, we should all be in this together. And, well, it's like lots of... Um, <laughs> um, you know, sort of um, uh, families, they have their dysfunctionalities. Um, go watch the very Brady Christmas movie for some dysfunctionality in a heteronormative sort of way. Anyway, um, you know, no, we don't always agree 100% of the time, but well, I'd like to think we try to work it out. And Melina's also come in and said, my Lulu Melon story in Brighton is okay. Brighton, that's where I grew up. Um, yes, um, you know, the biggest threat to um, the climate and the ozone layer is not... Um, you know, the th- melting near Antarctica. It is, of course, the Blue Rents hairdos in Church Street. Anyway, um, how you look after yourself, I suppose, seriously is your business. There's a good way to do it. Um, you can, you know, um, be more aware of your body, what it's doing. And on the line to talk about that is um, our first, I think, our first time visitor to Out of the Pan. Welcome to Out of the Pan, Louis Luckhurst. Louis, hello. Hi. Great to have you um, on the show um, on a Sunday afternoon. And, well, we had the track we had prior to the music was Dragons, The Body and The Beat. And you've got some stuff to talk about in terms of body, in terms of what, you've, what you're doing with yourself. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on in my world, aside from kicking up my heels uh, in McRae this afternoon and looking at the lovely weather out the window chatting with you. Um, It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you. Um, I have been um, studying and coming to the end of my study as a sexological body worker. And um, I I was excited to have a chat with you uh, about body work. because I feel like it's this growing modality that, that people are becoming more and more aware of now, I think probably in the last, say, five years. Um, and certainly in the last 12 months, I've seen, um, certainly in Melbourne, uh, a real, you know, burgeoning industry here um, that people are really interested in reconnecting with their bodies. Yeah. And it's certainly a geek subject for me at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, I wanted to just um, check in. I know, you know, sort of, Maybe I'm sounding like a year. Well, I, the last thing I've I have never been a year twelve teacher, but define sexological body work, and I'm you know. So you've sort of said what it does, you know, reconnecting with one's body. But um, can you sort of define? Is it possible to give a definition of it in in your words or any sort of Wikipedia article or whatever to go for your life? I keep trying, and I'm I'm uh, clarifying my definition of sexological body work. It is a very broad modality, mm. um, but I guess. Uh, the simplest way I can explain it is um, it's an educational model for people to um, become more connected with their bodies. So one of the underlying tenets of sexological body work, or we say sex bod for short, mm-hmm. um, is 
to have that through connection in the body from the soles of your feet to the top of your head without this sort of compartmentalization, which I think, you know, our world encourages. You know, usually our heads are compartmentalized and we're usually stuck in our cognitive thought a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think also our pelvises are usually pretty compartmentalized to the bedroom. Um, and what SexPod aims to do is connect all the parts of your body um, with a centralized awareness also of connecting you to your eroticism, your sensual sexual self, so that this becomes normalized as a part of your human experience in the world. Right. And, you know, well, you've hit, you've sort of um, hit a nail on the head there in that, um, you know, we, you know, as a society, we just don't, you know, it's the whole sex negativity. Don't talk about anything with sex. It's all guilt, shame, hush, hush, and mm. use euphemisms for work, for parts of body and all that sort of thing when sex is a natural part of the existence of a human being. So, you know, there's all of that to overcome for starters, but, um, you know, when you can, it's got to be a good thing. Indeed. And, and look, for me, the way that I see the world, my my definition of sex, my definition of orgasm, my definition of pleasure has all um, expanded exponentially over the last couple of years, you know. But, um, you know, procreation and sex is all around us all the time. Plants are doing it all the time, you know. When, mm. when, when a plant flowers, it, that's what's happening. That's what we're watching, you know. And, and I think to be able to tune into that, not just in your own body, but in the world around you, you know, even creating something at work, you know, can be essential, you know, or even an orgasmic expression of oneself, you know, that idea of taking something from creation to birthing an idea. Ah. Um, it takes that, in, in, my, in my experience, in my opinion, it, it's got that energy in it, you know. Yeah, I, I was, I, when you started talking on that one, I thought, how, okay, I used, I still do some work and used to work mainly as an accountant. How can I, how can I do something orgasmic in accounting? Um, some people might say it's a, I don't know, it's um, the opposite of a, um, of a, you know, it's whatever, you, whatever makes you sterile or something anyway. But no, <laughs> seriously, you're quite right. You cre- create a new spreadsheet to do the budget better or something. Um, mm, there you go. Indeed, you know, for, it depends what you geek out numbers. Well, that's that's like, right. Insulating. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. numbers, and that's very exciting for her, and I'm so happy for her. Um, but yeah, you know, if, if that kind of, you know, if it's your, if it's a turn on for you, if it turns on your brain, if it turns on your visioning, if it any, you know, if it turns on any part of your body, then there's there's part of that energy, that orgasmic energy in it. Yep. Um, so, you know, you you said that. Um, you've got it's a fair point you know it's um whatever energizes you go where the energy is good and you've you mentioned that you yourself have only just sort of moved into this field so you've found where some of your energy is good how what started you on this journey you know it's sort of um you know I, I often say jokingly the sort of being, say, a sex board worker or an LGBTI advocate or something, it's not the sort of thing you find in most careers counselling manuals of work choices. How did you end up there? <laughs> no, they did suggest it to me as well. My career counselling session. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, I want to be a careers counsellor. Um, I, <laughs> I came across um, body work, I guess, broadly um, around about five years ago. Um, I was feeling, I guess, just a little lackluster in my 
my life in general, um, in my sex life, um, in my sense of self-expression. And I wanted to, I guess for me, and, and I find now for a lot of my clients, the key word was reconnection. Uh-huh. I felt a sense of disconnection. Um, I didn't know the word at the time, but what I was feeling was disembodied. So I was really walking around like a little bobblehead. So I was thinking a lot and processing a lot um, cognitively, but I wasn't feeling a lot through my body. Um, mm-hmm. I was certainly feeling a lot of emotions, but having difficulty kind of processing them in, in a way that um, I could make real meaning out of in my life. Um, I actually started, I don't know how I came across it. It must have been a Facebook thing. It's always Facebook these days. I came across Dancing Eros, um, uh-huh. which is run by Vanessa Florence. And that was probably the first thing that I did that pushed me out of my comfort zone and got me embodied. And I loved that work. It's, um, I guess if I say erotic dance, doesn't really capture it, but mm-hmm. along those lines, yeah, tapping into your eroticism through dance is essentially where it's not pole dancing, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that I guess that journey started and then I started doing different workshops along this line. Um, I went and had a couple of yoni massages and just started, I guess, finding a sense of connection. And on that little journey, um, when I went to Celebrating Sexuality, which is a weekend festival uh, where we all get our geek on about sex and sex education, um, that's in Melbourne, and it's a great weekend. Um, that's where I met my teachers, Deej and Uma, um, oh. who teach the Certificate of Sexological Bodywork. And I did, I actually did a, a class with Laura Doe, um, who has also studied the course, um, her Volvalicious class, and that blew my mind and really changed probably the trajectory of my life. And after the class, I went up to her and I just said, how did you get to do what you do? Because I want to be doing this work. It's so powerful and so necessary. Um, and I want to get on this. This is, you know, I feel like this this is where change is at for people. Yep. Um, and she told me about the course. And then three years later, I'm, I'm just about to graduate. The rest, the rest is history, as they say. Indeed. Um, just, the, the weekend you mentioned, is that an annual event? Oh, I should just check in. It is, yeah. Um, we, we call Sex Camp for short. Oh, um, yeah. And I've been the last couple of years, um, I'm now going as a volunteer. I love being involved in the community there. It's, it's sort of become a bit like this little annual drop-in family. Um, but there's presenters from all over Australia, all over the world come. Um, and it, there's uh, workshops. It's largely workshop-based um, and workshops on everything from BDSM to, um, uh, they, they had uh, Shaney Marie out, the sex witch. Oh, um, yeah. So there's, like, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on um, at, at sex camp and it's just an opportunity, I guess, to kind of learn what's out there um, in an immersive kind of way. Mm. Yeah, and usually I think it's around February, March, it's a weekend. <laughs> November. 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 Okay. So uh, I'm probably going to get the dates wrong, but it's around about the 16th, 17th of November this year, something that weekend. Anyway. All right. Well, what we might, we'll check in on that um, and keep 3CR listeners up to date. Um, I don't mm. know why don't you or I or both of us will do that. Um, I just one thing, I suppose. Let's just be clear. What, what, um, I could say what 
oh, I'm trying to get the wording right here, what sex bod isn't, I suppose. Just so, pe- you know, some people, you know, there's, when it's a newish area, people often have may have misconceptions, I suppose. What would you say it isn't, sure. just so we're, we're clear? I guess because of the um, title of the work, Sexological Body Work, it makes it sound like um, it's going to be along the lines of sex work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it isn't that, um, where sex work or, say, a sexual surrogate um, or even a tantra practitioner um, might have a more relational um, approach to the way that they connect with um, clients. Um, in sex bod, it is very much practitioner-client relationship, so a bit more like the relationship that you would have if you went to see a physiotherapist. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's, that sometimes that's a little confusing for people um, who have maybe been used to having a more relational experience in a sexuality learning or, you know, sexuality expressive session. Um, sex body is really about the client learning about their, their body. Um, and for me as a practitioner, my role is to be there to facilitate that learning. That's a good way to put it, a client learning about their body, which, you know, as you, as you said at the start, we live in our heads a lot um, mm. and we don't often get to think about, you know, we might exercise as such, but are we really connected and all that sort of thing. Um, so, yep, um, that makes a lot of sense. And I suppose something that I'd like to ask about for this program in particular, whilst we know no boundaries of sex or gender, a lot of trans listeners um, you know, we've often had to feel, in a sense, you can feel disconnected from your body, I suppose. Um, mm. So in terms of trans and gender diverse, how um, can, um, what could be some things that could happen for, we'll say, all of trans and gender diverse, I'll say, regardless of body at birth and sense of identity and expression now? Um, and I think certainly with the visibility um, of trans and gender diverse people, um, sex bod is a wonderful offering um, for this community, uh, in my opinion, because it's, uh, it's non-gendered and it is without a gender, <laughs> and a gender as in one word, <laughs> a gender. <laughs> so, uh, again, you know, my role as a, a practitioner, I don't come to a session with a sense of where the session is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I come with a toolbox of um, skills that I can use with a client for their learning. Um, but I can use these skills on a person of any anatomical configuration mm-hmm. and any gender identity or representation. Um, the language we use uh, it can be gendered or gender neutral um, as people feel comfortable, and, and in fact, that's one of the questions that I ask people on the intake form, and then also when I see them in person, you know, and I talk to people about what labels they use to refer to their genitals, um, because for everybody it's different. So there's a definite um, inclusiveness in the work that we do. There's no sense uh, so much of binary. Um, and although that might seem a little odd because my for my work, I'm specifying that I'm working with women, but I'm defining women quite broadly. Yep. Hmm. Fair enough. And your website does cover that and is, you know, continually, just continually developing to make sure that it is inclusive in its language, yeah. Mm. 
and we'll just we'd better wrap it up. So just um, your we- I just get you to get the your website um, if people want to talk to you more about it in any way. I would love to talk people's ears off about sexological body work. <laughs> so if anyone wants to chat, um, please, by all means, find me at intentionaltouch.net. Yeah. Um, and uh, all of the information in relation to my business. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll preface that by saying um, I have a very broad definition of women. And, and for me, for my um, sense of where my skill set is at, um, and where my intuition is strongest, I work with um, people who identify as women or were born women at birth. Um, and I have my uh, definition of women on my website. But of course, there are sexological body workers who work with all genders. Um, I've just chosen to kind of specialize on one area of the gender spectrum. Hmm. Yeah, start there. Maybe move some, move to others later on. Maybe not. Yeah, when I, I guess. For me, it's been really about where my skill set is, a lot feels at the moment. Um, I feel I've got the strongest offering um, for people on on the female end of, or, you know, towards the female identifying end of the gender spectrum. Um, And I guess as my skills grow, um, so might my business as well. So that might be a future thing that I, I add to my offerings. Fair enough. All right, well, look, we'd better leave it there. Um, but it's been awesome to chat with you. Um, stay in touch. If um, I'll make a note to look out for Sex Camp, but um, send it to me if you want to as well. And I'll pop it on your Facebook page now, and then your listeners um, will have the link as well. Fantastic. All right, Louis, look, thanks very much. And, yeah, all the best for it. Keep journeying, um, keep connecting and with yourself and with your clients. Thanks so much, Sally. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Louis Luckhurst from Intentional Touch, um, talking sexological bodywork um, and all sorts of stuff. And, yeah, sex camp coming up in November, looking like a busy month around that time with TILDA, the Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival, the Globe Awards, um, all sorts of things happening. So, um, yeah, um, lots to look out for. All right, um, let's keep the body moving, so to speak. There's only one way to do that with Eiffel 65. That's how you move your body. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Looks like Eiffel 65 stopped moving their body um, or something like that. Um, Not sure what happened there, but um, never mind. We'll keep things moving in another way because on the line from the north coast of New South Wales, is the fabulous Charlie. Welcome back to 3CR. Thank you so much, Sally, for having me on your show. It's such a pleasure and a privilege. Oh, look, it's good. It's always good to have you um, on the show. And you've been on a couple of times to talk all things Lomi Lomi, just the quickest of refreshes um, so we can reconnect. Um, we're talking all about connection, I suppose. We just had Louie on. Um, what is uh, Lomi Lomi? So Lomi Lomi is a Hawaiian style of massage. It's a full body massage that um, incorporates all aspects of a person's being, the spiritual, the emotional, the physical and the mental. And it really helps people to come into alignment. And it's a massage that's given with a lot of unconditional love. It's um, very deeply relaxing to receive. And to give, it's quite extraordinary as well. And I am teaching a course very soon coming up in Melbourne. Yeah, when's, when's it all happening, as they say? So it's 
Thursday week it actually starts on the 28th of September and it goes for four and a half consecutive days and I teach that at a venue called Pulse in Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And so and if people want to get in touch with you um, to find out more about the course, doing it, what it involves, whether details can be arranged, um, things like childcare or that sort of thing if they're interested, which we know we had once before. How, how do they get in touch with... What's the best ways to get in touch with you? Well, my, my website is the best way. It's got all of my contact details and it's got all the information that you might need about the course as well. So that's www.lomilomicourses.com and that's spelled L-O-M-I, L-O-M-I-C-O-U-R-S-E-S.com. And I would also like to add, because I'm sure that a lot of your listeners would be very interested mm-hmm. in this aspect of my teaching, that all of my work, um, I... I make great efforts to create a very safe and inclusive space for LGBTIQ people and I also offer a reduced-price scholarship place for someone who's trans and or gender diverse to every course that I teach. Fantabulous. So um, yeah. um, that's always a good thing to, um, you know, sort of give things a boost. But um, I wanted to, we wanted to chat today because you're... Um, well, it's it's 19, where it finally seems like Melbourne's climbing out of winter, albeit slowly, but you're in a place where it's warm and do something, dare I say a bad pun, very heartwarming, you do a community radio show. I do. So once a month, on every third Wednesday in the evening, so this coming Wednesday, I run a show on my local LGBTIQ show fears that I call Gender Revolution. And on that show, I interview various people from around the world who are doing awesome things to bust apart the gender binary. And I also play music by trans and gender diverse people. And it's lots of fun. I've been really enjoying it. I've done it for the last six months. And as of this week, my partner, Paige Phoenix, will be co-hosting the show with me, so that will be even more Woo-hoo. fun. Yeah. Two awesome pe- um, um, people under the trans and gender diverse umbrella doing great stuff together. And um, the thing is, um, where how do people listen? Um, you know, sort of. So if you're um, obviously internet, given that we're going around the world and you're up there in Lismore, but if you are in the local Lismore area, you just as the, I think a cartoon line went, just passing through, um, <laughs> you know, sort of what's the um, frequency of uh, and the station. Yeah, so if you're a local Lismore person, you can listen on 92.9 FM and that's on Wednesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to listen online, you can do that through going to the River FM. Make sure you put in Lismore, though, to the Google because there's a few River FMs around the world. So River FM 92.9, and you can stream it online there. Fantastic. So you, we need more community radio, um, at, you know, and rainbow radio, community, queer, queer community radio, rainbow brie, whatever we want to call it, at any time. But of course, we do need it at the moment with some challenging times and to get some inspirational stuff out there. So it is really, really good. And um, I suppose very quickly, life in Lismore, if you're a, or, and or surrounds, if you're a, a queer person, how, how does it go? What's, um, ha- what's happening up there in the community? Lots of amazing things are happening up here. We just had our annual fair day yesterday called Fruitopia, so that was lots of fun. Everyone came out for it with their kids and dogs, and we went along with my little family. That was beautiful. So there was performers and dog shows and, you know, raffles and lots of fun. Um, There's also this Friday we're having a pop-up postal party at the post office um, (laughs) where people can come and take their banners and take photos and, you know, put in their, their postal votes together. 
um, Paige and I have been doing some, um, yeah, promotion around that by going around in our neighbourhood putting yes stickers in people's letterboxes. So that's been cool. Um, what else is happening? I'm at the car boot market, so there's a lot happening here right now. Um, there's an amazing um, woman named Emily who actually recently came out at her council job and um, they did an interview in the local paper for her and I'm going to be interviewing her on Wednesday night on the show. Um, yeah, lots of good things happening here. Good, good. Well, and, well, I know it's Melbourne, so we talk about whether it's probably warm or more often up there. So come and be warmed up in Lismore um, if you're driving through 92.9 River FM Lismore or um, River FM on the web. Um, Charlie, have to wrap it up there because I'm rapidly nearing the end of my hour on air down here. Yes. But it's always good to talk to you and Lomi Lomi Courses, oh, sorry, was dot .com. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Thank you so much, Sally. And right. I'll send you some sun. <laughs> All right, then. Um, we could do with some of that. All right. Thanks for the time, Charlie. And um, yeah, stay in touch and all the best. Aloha for your upcoming, for the teacher, for training the upcoming course. Thank you so much. Aloha to you too, darling. Bye. Okay, bye. The fabulous Charlie, based in Lismore, but will be in Melbourne for a Lomi Lomi course um, thirst, starting Thursday week. Get in touch with them um, via all the means of um, via um, the website that we mentioned for Lomi Lomi. All right, let's just have a couple of quick messages and then come back and talk bye, and then I'll have to say bye-bye. Um, 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Ask me for a clue. I will always tell you true Listen with your words Hi, I'm Sarah from Dash and you're listening to 3CR It's true It's safer when I'm here with you It's true Bisexual Alliance is a non-profit organisation dedicated to raising awareness and supporting people who are bisexual, people who are multi-gender attracted, their partners and their families. Bisexual Alliance runs several monthly discussion groups in and outside of Melbourne to offer support, a safe space to chat about your experiences and to explore others' experience of multi-gender attraction. These groups are for bisexuals, those who are questioning and their loved ones. For more information, visit bi-alliance.org or email Info at by alliance.org. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Um, yes, coming up for a big bye week because, of course, um, Saturday the 23rd of September um, is Celebrate Bye Day, as it is on the 23rd of September every year. And there's lots happening this year. I've got to say, it's the biggest. Um, time with biggest amount of bees buzzing in so to speak um that i've had um yours truly will be back in the 3cr studio next uh friday afternoon at four o'clock along with melon who was the guest last week who's becoming a um could get my take i take my media slot award off me no i'm doing a great job and also chris from byline's will be talking with james and the crew on in your face one of the three um, primary focused queer shows, if you like, of course, the other one being um, Queering the Air at 3pm on Sundays. Um, so that'll be a start. Then I have to get my little buns up to Bendigo so I can be all um, catch up with friends on the Friday night. And then Saturday, um, there's lots happening in both Bendigo and Melbourne. Um, so great to see stuff happening regionally, which sometimes doesn't happen for, you know, sort of the, we'll say, I'll say less represented parts of the rainbow. Um, I'll be up at um, an event run by Rainbow Eagles, a symposium 
uh, one o'clock at the All Seasons Hotel, along with Linda Kirkman and the fabulous Robin Pearson. We'll be we'll be on a panel. We'll be on a big big um, plank of wood. No, nothing of the sort. We'll be talking stuff. Um, and then in the evening at a dinner, you'll have the fabulous Janet Rice, who identifies as bi. And then down here in Melbourne town, um, um, there's two events happening um, put on by um, Bisexual Alliance Victoria. Um, and they're both happening at 100 Drummond Street, Carlton, a quiet, nice one, um, two to four in the afternoon. Um, board games with buys in the afternoon and um, I should add of course that the events are being done in conjunction with the fabulous Y gender um, for trans youth of course many by um, trans and gender diverse people come under the bi pan multi-gender attracted sort of umbrella so two till four at Drummond Street you've got board games with buys B with B in the afternoon um, There'll be signs on the door to tell you which room to go to. It's looking all busy there um, next um, Saturday. And then from 6 till 9, it will be a buy buffet and boogie on down in the evening. Um, so for multi-gender attracted communities, families and allies, of course, just as long as you're supportive and all that sort of thing. So come one, come to one, come to both and meet your community. All happening. Um, I've got to say, in terms of Victoria, the biggest celebration of Celebrate by Day I can remember. And yes, um, all sorts of connection, well needed at the moment. Um, other things, what are coming up? Um, Alphabet Soup is on this Tuesday at Denbar. There's also Alphabet Soups popping up in regional towns, thanks to the fabulous Tina. Um, we'll get more on that in due course. Um, the Buy Discussion Group is on the 26th, so um, big buy week, um, week of Bydom coming up. Um, and Seahorse for Trans People have their cafe night. Bent TV, um, I have some good reason to believe there'll be lots of buys on Bent TV for the episode that is this Friday night at 10 o'clock. Um, and of course, check out YouTube or um, benttv.org.au afterwards. The Trans Anxiety Group will run on the 23rd. Um, another event at Drummond Street and Trans Family at Drummond Street. So yes, in those immortal words of Mr Laurie, it's all happening and, well, there's some football finals on as well. Goodness me. And the shed is on for trans men on Sunday. Busy, busy week. And the Polyvic Social next Sunday. I'd better get um, out of here. Um, just got time to play a bit of something absolutely fabulous. Um, yours truly was in a video clip that was released this week. Um, the fabulous Yana Alana and the Piranhas will give a, a warning for some degree of language in this um, track. It's her version of I Use She by Peaches. Um, and you can look, if you just search for, if you do Vimeo, I Use She performed by Yana Alana, it will come up and away you go and watch out for a gaggle of Melbourne rainbow faces in it. It's absolutely fun and a good bit of energy. So I'm going to play Yana's version of it to take us out and probably be playing it a bit more over the next few weeks. Next week on the show, Ray from Thrive will be joining me. And remember, if you want to do your personal story, get in touch um, with the show. Thanks to Melina for all your support and you have a lovely week too. And um, anyway, better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Have a great Celebrate Bye Week. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.